0: But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Curatevano, e today I want to talk about ways to show yourself self-love and indulge in self-care without it costing you anything. I am and I have always been a bit of a sucker for self-love, self-care and all related things. And the way that I have honoured that need within myself or indulged in it, whatever you want to call it, has always been totally dependent on often how much disposable income I've had and always how deep I've wanted to get. When I was younger, honouring my need for self-care and self-love was getting my lashes done, going on a spontaneous trip somewhere, like a week-long health retreat in Bali, because I definitely did that. (laughs) Or getting regular massages and facials, doing my own face mask, having a drink or 10, going on a shopping spree, baking a cake, eating the whole thing on my own. It's all things that I used to do regularly and I'm all about it. There is nothing wrong with any of it. If it's what is going to bring me joy in that moment, if it'll bring you joy in that moment, then do it. The issue though was that these forms of self-care were the only self-care that I practiced And while they temporarily met whatever need I had, using these forms of self-care as an escape didn't necessarily deal with the deeper issues, which might have actually been what I needed at that time. Funnily enough, I was much more inclined to throw money at any of these things than to spend more than 10 minutes sitting in my head and being truly honest with myself about whatever it was that I was going through. Self-love and self-care aren't new things. And... When we think about it, and this is part of the big pop culture phenomenon that's come with it, but when you think about self-care, you think about the chick lying in the bathtub with the cucumber slices on the eyes and the face mask and the hair is up in a white towel and she's drinking a glass of wine and there's nothing wrong with being that girl. I've been that girl a couple of times. I've been that girl. And sometimes I've been that girl in the hope that it would feel the way that it looks like it does when you watch it in the movies. But I think that when we get caught up in this narrative of what self-care and self-love looks like rather than how it should feel, we get too invested in the consumerism and the materialism of spending money and that being a requirement to fulfill your need for self-love or self-care rather than just taking the time to be honest with ourselves about how we're feeling on the inside and what kind of self-care is required to improve things from that perspective. And that's free. It costs not a single dollar, but in my opinion, is significantly more valuable long-term. So today I want to go over some ways that... You can show yourself some kindness or self-love or actively indulge in self-care without it having to cost you any money. And I'll never say no to a massage or a facial, but self-care is not something that actually requires disposable income, which is a relief because I think to many of us, if that were the case, it just would not be something that we could prioritize right now or ever in some instances. We always need to be prioritizing self-care in any of its forms. Between you and I, and I've, I've said this already, it's the self-care that costs the least, which means the most. So let's talk about physical self-care, taking care of your body. This one is fairly self-explanatory, but sleep is huge. Drink lots and lots and lots of water. Water is free most of the time, unless you live in Auckland. Don't stay still for too long or stare at a screen all day without taking a break. So move your body. I go to the gym quite frequently. I'm at the gym probably five days a week. On average, I'm not saying you've got to go to the gym and start pumping weights, but make sure that you are moving your body in some way and find a way that works for you. I like going to the gym I'm not a fan of running. If running is for you, do it. If walking is for you, do it. Or yoga or dancing or whatever it is that works for you, find it and do it. Pay attention to the way that you feel after eating certain foods and eat more of what feels good. Style your hair. Get some sun on your face, but wear sunscreen. Stand in the rain if it feels good. Enjoy a warm shower or a cold one if that's what you're into. Stretch. Make sure you have a skincare routine. If you don't get one in place, it doesn't need to be complicated, but have something that's intentional. That means that you're taking care of yourself daily. I love coffee. I have a very fancy coffee machine that I enjoy, and it was a housewarming gift thanks to my very generous big brother. But sometimes I become very aware of how anxious I can get when I drink coffee on days when I'm already particularly stressed. So an act of self-love for me is saying no to coffee on those days because I know it'll make me feel worse. Likewise, you could say the same about the fact that I barely drink. If if I drink like truly in the last six months, I've probably had two glasses of wine and that was at like work events and that's it because I know that I'm not going to feel good the next day if I drink more than that. I won't be able to go to the gym. I won't be able to do the things that I want to do. I won't have a productive day. And so for me, an act of self-care is just not drinking. And on the odd occasion that I do decide to have a drink, because every now and then it happens, and if I do take it too far, I would have made sure that I had planned out losing days of my life to recover, because that's what I need now. I'm 25. I'm not 17 anymore. (laughs) All of these are examples of physical self-care that I've just thought of from the top of my head, and there will be many more. So think about what you can do to show yourself some love in this space. The next one, social self-care, all about people. Everyone's social requirements are different. I'm someone who loves my own company, so much so that I'm very comfortable going weeks or months without seeing a lot of my good friends. Although I admit, I'm only comfortable with that because we communicate frequently by other means like social media and FaceTime and everything else. For some people, that just isn't enough though, that's unbearable. Honouring whatever social needs you may have is a form of self-care, of course, but keeping those interactions positive and meaningful also helps. Social self-care is about spending time with people that make you feel good and limiting or flat out refusing to spend time with those who may not make you feel that great. It's about asking someone you trust for help if you're struggling with something on your own, or finding friends with whom you can have inspiring and uplifting conversations rather than gossiping or speaking badly about others. You may go out of your way to do something kind for someone that you love without complaining. It may even be about dropping your ego and apologizing to someone if you know that you've done something to hurt them and you really miss their friendship and their company in your life. Or it could be about acknowledging the positive impact that someone had on your life, even if you aren't involved with them now. And even if that means just acknowledging them in your mind, because it may not be appropriate to approach them or to let them know, but it's about what you're doing in your head. A form of social self-care that I practice often is taking space to be on my own when my social battery is running out. Mine runs out frequently. I think that's got a lot to do with my job, but also just my personality. So it's really important that I'm taking time out to recharge as frequently. The relationships you form with others say a lot about the relationship that you have with yourself. So if you're prioritizing your own self-love and self-care, It's good to surround yourself with people that are doing the same. As that relationship that you have with yourself grows stronger, you will find the relationships with the people around you also improve. Mental self-care. Free up your mind. My favorite is actively reducing screen time before bed or at any time. For the last week, Instagram has been pretty intense. So I actually removed the app from my home screen and I've enjoyed not having it as easily accessible notifications still come up but my app isn't actually available on the home screen and I've loved just not having it there because certain apps on my phone, Instagram is one of them, become second nature to me and before I can even think about what I'm doing I'm scrolling on it. I'm also working towards us removing the TV from our room because I don't like its energy in our room. My boyfriend on the other hand loves his Netflix and sleep truly so that's a work in progress. Other ways to indulge in mental self-care is to take time to clear up your space if you're feeling overwhelmed, or to make a to-do list if it works for you. I'm a list person, if you couldn't already tell, I'm a list person. And keeping a to-do list for each day, or the month, or whatever works for you, the week, so that you aren't keeping mental lists and unnecessarily using energy by trying to retain that information in your head is so helpful you could learn something new or engage your brain doing something different or creative that you're not used to. Mindfulness is also a big one. I feel like I need to do like a whole other episode on mindfulness because it's something that we all know we would benefit from and we also don't do it enough. Try to incorporate mindfulness practices into your day if you can as well. That will really help. Positive affirmations also help and we will talk about them next. Spiritual and emotional self-care positive affirmations. I admit I don't do these enough and I know that my life would improve if I did. So this is my commitment to myself and now that I've said it on here, I can't back out to actively incorporate positive affirmations into my day. If you believe in the power of manifestation or even if you don't, positive affirmations are a good way to frame the lens through which you experience your day. Some examples are... I accept the things I have no control over. My life has unlimited possibilities and I have the power to change it. I'm beautiful, I'm strong, I'm kind, I'm powerful. Change is an opportunity for growth. It may challenge me, but it will strengthen me. I will experience beautiful things in new ways. Things may be different, but that's not a bad thing. I will learn new things about myself. I'm worthy of joy and happiness. I give and receive lots of love. Everything I need is within me. I believe in myself and my abilities. I trust that I will make good decisions for myself today. No matter what comes my way, I can get through it. If I can change my mindset, I can make the best of my circumstances. I'm proud of myself for all that I am and all that I will be. In fact, I just realized I am sitting here saying I don't practice positive affirmations, but I actually made a little graphic for my phone background over a month ago, and it is a positive affirmation. It says, affirmation, I don't chase, I attract, what belongs to me will simply find me. And I'm not going to lie, but life for the last month and a bit has been pretty sweet, and I'm not saying that you can change your phone background and the world is a different place, but it's the way that positive affirmations allow us to consciously and intentionally shift our mindset and our thoughts so that all that we receive in and all that we communicate out is filtered through that perspective. And that's an act of self-love me changing my phone background and taking five minutes out of my day to make that graphic To something that I knew would positively affect my mindset was an act of self-care and it didn't cost me anything. So do it. And if you don't want to do it but you do want a graphic on your phone, let me know. And I will make you one and send you one. (laughs) And that's all I've got for you today. So let me reiterate, there is nothing wrong with face masks and wine and massages and holidays and all of that other glamorous fun stuff. However, self-love, as we can see, is so much more than all of that. Do all of that fun stuff, but make sure you're sleeping right and moving your body and spending time with the right people and taking time out when you need to and spending less time on your phone and preserving your mental energy and taking care of your emotional and spiritual health by incorporating positive affirmations into your day and practicing mindfulness None of this costs any money, so I recommend that you prioritize taking care of yourself physically, socially, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. And if you ever find yourself with a bit of extra cash to burn, a massage does not hurt. I know I said that if you want some positive affirmation phone backgrounds to let me know and I'll make them for you, actually I will just make them for you. And I will post up a bit more about it on my Instagram where you can find them. But I will do that. But on that note, I will love you and leave you. Please make sure you do something extra special for yourself today and considering what this episode was all about. Otherwise, have a fabulous day or night, whatever time this is for you, and I will chat to you next week.